Welcome to your Monday edition of Transformation Radio. And our reading today will be from the book of Acts, chapter 14, verses 8 through 28. Paul was a man on the move, but not a man easily moved because of difficulties. 
But none of these things moved me was his testimony of faith, and he lived it. When he and Barnabas were expelled from Antioch in Pisidia, well, they just shook off the dust of their feet and went to Iconium. When the people there tried to stone them, they went to Lystra, where they were treated like gods. That was a greater danger than even the persecution when you think about it. The crowds are very fickle. They changed their minds and stoned Paul, but he just got up and went to another place, this time to Derby. That was not all. Paul and Barnabas had the courage to retrace their steps so they could help and encourage the new Christians. And when they returned home, they told the church what the Lord had done, not what they had suffered. Paul and Barnabas put Christ first, others second, and themselves last. They had a job to do, and they were determined by God's grace to do it. How much does it take to move you out of the will of God? It was David Sarnoff who wrote, The will is to persevere. <clears throat> two, two, two. It was David Sarnoff that wrote, The will to persevere is often the difference between failure and success. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. June 22nd, the New Testament, Acts chapter 14, verses 8 through 28. While they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. Looking straight at him, Paul realized he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, Stand up! And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human form. They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus, and that Paul was Hermes since he was the chief speaker. Now the temple of Zeus was located just outside the town. So the priest of the temple and the crowd brought bulls and wreaths of flowers to the town gates, and they prepared to offer sacrifices to the apostles. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people, shouting, Friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings, just like you. We have come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things and turn to the living God who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, he permitted all the nations to go their own ways, but he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. For instance, he sends you rain and good crops and gives you food and joyful hearts. But even with these words... Paul and Barnabas could scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Then some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowds to their side. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of town, thinking he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into the town. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derbe. After preaching the good news in Derbe, and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of Pisidia, where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. 
Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church. With prayer and fasting, they turned the elders over to the care of the Lord, in whom they had put their trust. Then they traveled back through Pisidia to Pamphylia. They preached the word in Pyrgia, then went down to Atalia. Finally they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun. The believers there had entrusted them to the grace of God to do the work they had now completed. Upon arrival in Antioch, they called the church together and reported everything God had done through them and how he had opened the doors of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time. Today we're reading Psalm 140, verses 1 through 13. You know, Satan fights anyone who is doing the will of God, and David was no exception. You must pray for Christian leaders especially, for they are prime targets for the evil one. The enemy has two favorite weapons, poisonous tongues and hidden traps. He slanders God's leaders, sometimes you... He slanders God's leaders, sometimes using the lips of professed Christians, and he sets traps for them, hoping to trip them up. David depended on prayer, God's promise and praise. God hates a lying tongue, and will one day judge slanderers. Meanwhile, maintain your character before God, and let Him take care of your reputation. So live that when people hear lies about you, they simply will not believe them. Psalm 140, verses 1 through 13. For the choir director, a psalm of David. O Lord, rescue me from evil people. Protect me from those who are violent, those who plot evil in their hearts and stir up trouble all day long. Their tongues sting like a snake. The venom of a viper drips from their lips. Interlude O Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Protect me from those who are violent, for they are plotting against me. The proud have set a trap to catch me. They have stretched out a net. They have placed traps all along the way. Interlude I say to the Lord, You are my God. Listen, O Lord, to my cries for mercy. O Sovereign Lord, the strong one who rescued me, you protected me on the day of battle. Lord, do not let evil people have their way. Do not let their evil schemes succeed, or they will become proud. Interlude Let my enemies be destroyed by the very evil they've planned for me. Let burning coals fall down on their heads. Let them be thrown into the fire or into watery pits from which they can't escape. Don't let liars prosper here in our land. Cause great disasters to fall in the violent. But I know the Lord will help those they persecute. He will give justice to the poor. Surely righteous people are praising your name. The godly will live in your presence. Proverbs 17, verse 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. Even though I walk through the valley 
of the shadow of death Your perfect love is casting out fear And even when I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life I won't turn back, I know you are near And I won't fear no
great sinner, lost and left to die. Oh, raise your head, for love is passing by. Come to Jesus, come to Jesus, come to Jesus and live. Now your burden's lifted and carried far away. Precious blood has washed away the stain. So sing to Jesus, sing to Jesus, sing to Jesus, and live. And like a newborn baby, don't be afraid to crawl. And remember when you walk, sometimes we fall. So fall on Jesus, fall on Jesus, fall on Jesus, and live. Sometimes the way is lonely. Steep and filled with pain. So if your sky is dark and pours the rain, then cry to Jesus. Cry to Jesus. Cry to Jesus. Spills over and music fills the night, and when you can't contain your joy inside, then dance for Jesus, dance for Jesus, dance for Jesus. Fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus, and live. Fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus, fly to Jesus. Now, this is Jake Fink. I'm giving an affirmation to the new guys that came up last week. Um, just saying what good work you guys have put in and the courage and faith you guys to get to the refuge and uh, just keep pressing forward in God. He'll show you marvelous things. Yeah, my name is Keith Rollins, and I'm uh, like to give an affirmation to Dalton Didlot. Uh When we uh, first got to second phase, man, you get got some pretty bad news man but you still kept your head up and kept it strong you've been up here working real hard man 
and just keeping it up and getting into word, man. I'm proud of you. I just like to, you know, I mean, give you an affirmation for that for doing so good, bro. I got love for you. Hi, and welcome back to day 10 of Daring Faith Devotions. I want to talk today about waiting for answered prayer. The Bible says in Isaiah 50, verse 7, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will. And I know that I will not be put to shame. When you pray, expect to hear from God. I can't say it any simpler than that. Expect that God will answer your prayer. This is where faith comes in. You wait expectantly on God, like Isaiah said, set like a stone, determined to do his will. Waiting on God is never a waste of time. In fact, it is time well invested in your life. It keeps you focused on God and living in the light of eternity. Hurry is the death of prayer. And one reason you may not hear God speak to you is that you don't wait long enough. He wants you to care enough to listen. He wants to be sure you're paying attention. And sometimes he has to wait for you to calm down so that he can get a word in edgewise. The Bible says there are three things to do as you wait. First, wait quietly. Psalm 62.5 says, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. So wait quietly. Second, wait patiently. Psalm 37, verse 7 says, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for Him to act. And third, wait expectantly. Psalm 130, verse 5 says, I wait expectantly, trusting God to help, for He has promised. So when you pray, wait quietly and wait patiently and wait expectantly to hear from God. And he promises that you will not be disgraced and you will not be put to shame. So let's pray together. Why don't you pray this way in your heart? Just say, Lord, thank you for your love and your care. And I thank you that you invite me to come to you anytime with my needs and my requests. And I confess that sometimes I'm in too big a hurry to wait for you to act on my behalf. So Lord, please help me to learn to wait quietly without complaining or freaking out. And help me to wait patiently, trusting that your timing is the best. And Lord, help me to wait expectantly without fear or doubt. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen.
you guys didn't know this is john paul impersonating tony i hope you enjoy it god bless this is tony sweetie phase four phase three coordinator you know i uh, want to give a shout out to all my refuge brothers in phase three you're doing very well you've come so far from when i came to the ministry to now things are so different you know so I pray every day that people just, you know, walk it out. Walk it, walk it, be the light. Be the light of the city, you know, and uh, and things will start happening, you know. You'll go home and you'll get blessed, you know. He's going he, he's gonna to bless you, you know. So it's, it's a good thing if you just put yourself 
into it. So, uh, I, I want to say good job and, and just uh, keep praying to him and ask him for help. You know, lean on the Lord. And uh, it'll be good. So, uh, y'all have a good day. Oh, turn off.
Thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.